Fantasy Fuel is powered by Pole Sports. Get instant fantasy football advice through real-time polls by visiting polesports.com. What are you doing, Doc? I need fuel. <laughs> Give me fuel, take a fly, ship me tracing out of Zion. Now, here are your hosts, John Eddie Jr. and Tom Tuttle. Welcome back to... <laughs> and now, it's time for Twat, this week's Antonio Troubles. We <laughs> had such a storm of events since oh. the last time we did our show. That's just unbelievable. And it was mostly over about a 72-hour stretch <laughs> that Antonio Brown just took over yeah. the news. Literally, I was on Reddit, and like the first 15 articles were all about Antonio Brown in some way, shape, or form. He's, he's gone crazy. So in case you haven't been <laughs> yeah. out in the world at all, in the past two days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A summary of Antonio Brown is he wanted to punch Mike Mayock, <laughs> punted a ball, said, find me for that, <laughs> then kind of went off the rails even more because he was mad he got fined $55,000. Then they fined him even more for conduct detrimental. Then he decided he was going to do whatever it took. Yeah. To get cut by the Oakland Raiders. Even requesting to be cut. Yes. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. And um, how long was it before Bill Belichick said, hey, here's some money. Come play for us even though we don't need you. About five seconds. About five seconds. About five no, seconds. No, no, no deals under the table uh, here. There couldn't I be. Couldn't, I couldn't Nothing see that. Nothing nefarious going on I mean, be- Belichick, Tom oh. Brady, them oh. guys, they there's, don't cheat. There's no way that Tom Brady was talking to Antonio Brown. <laughs> There's no way that their agents were doing anything, sending, you know, snail mail letters saying that... um... It's just like that time they said they didn't deflate the footballs. I mean, of course they didn't deflate the footballs. I mean, that's ridiculous. So here we are, and everybody was making fun of the situation. (laughs) The memes on Facebook and Reddit and wherever where they have some guy popping his head over a crowd of people... <laughs> this is Bill Belichick after hearing Antonio Brown is being released from the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And everybody's favorite team to hate. Yeah, now I mean, it just makes it even worse. A stable of wide receivers. Uh. After last night's game, Philip Dorsett had two touchdowns. Josh Gordon had a touchdown. Julian Edelman had six for 83. Mm-hmm. Demarius Thomas was inactive. And now you're throwing Antonio Brown into the mix. If his head is on straight... Yep. I don't even know why we're playing a season right now. It's, I mean, yeah, it's just <laughs> going to be Antonio Brown to the Patriots. If he's the same Antonio Brown that we know, they they at least make it to the AFC Championship game at the very, yeah, very I, least. How how do you prepare for that when your number five receiver 
if Demarius Thomas comes back yeah. and is anything close to Demarius Thomas, your number five receiver just had two touchdowns last night. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what – I mean, he's not – to me, he's a nobody once Antonio Brown gets in there. He probably uh, will. There's no chance that he is going to make the field unless it's a four-receiver set and Thomas is still out. But Which they could do as much as they want because they probably will. They probably will. Why not? The, this right here – it looks to me like, you know what? We don't have Gronkowski. We don't need yet. a tight end at all. Yeah, They don't have him yet. Yeah, I mean, he could come. Be like, you know what? I think I might have it a little It looks like left you're on me. the fast track to the Super Bowl. I think I might be able to come yeah. back. He'll come back like week 10, get a few reps, and then in the playoffs he'll be just. Completely insane. rested and go crazy. I mean, I nah, we're putting a lot of uh, – uh, theory behind all of this. But we are, but we had to talk about it. It all makes sense. <laughs> we had to talk about it because it's been over a week since we've done a show, yep. and we normally are ahead of this and speculating what the next move AB is going to do. Instead, it all happened before we even got to talk about it, although I was live on Twitch when the signing happened. Yep. So I was like, I feel like a, a newscaster here. Breaking news. Here you go. Here's a little car. Like, oh, my God. I can't believe I get to tell everybody this. And, and how much of a slap in the face to the Steelers is this? Because they just got spanked badly. And Antonio Brown wasn't even on the field for either team. But now Antonio Brown is actually on the Patriots. And they couldn't even beat the Patriots without Antonio Brown. They couldn't score a touchdown against They're the Patriots. They're just, it was not good news. Bad, bad, bad. <sighs> anyway, that's enough talking about Antonio Brown. Everybody knows about yeah, it. We had to get do? our two cents in there. <laughs> now on to actual stuff that mm. happened on Sunday. <laughs> and I'm not sure, but we're going to start off with... Like, MJ, it's, like, so totally the cringeworthy player of, like, the week. <gasps> and we're not going to single out a certain player. Mm-mm. We're going to talk about an entire team. <laughs> and if you can't guess... It's just so bad. Oh. The Miami Dolphins, who apparently have given up on life, <laughs> the organization is in shambles. And there are talks, uh, according to Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk on mm-hmm. NBC Sports, multiple Dolphins players contacted their agents seeking trades following the blowout loss to Baltimore. Yep, you don't want to get blown out by Baltimore with a guy that most people think can't throw the ball very well. Not bad for a running back. <laughs> a guy that can throw the five touchdowns and then and then after he throws five touchdowns, RG3 comes RG3. in. RG3. And he looks good? Yeah. No. When you make RG3 look good. Yeah. The season's done. Well, I mean, there's no chance. No disrespect to RG3. I know I mean, he's working hard yeah. and he's trying to, you know, be whatever he can to a team, but he looked really bad the last couple of times mm-hmm. he actually got a chance to play in meaningful situations. Yep. The Dolphins are just unbelievable. And I've been bad. I've been telling people since yesterday, I don't want to say that they're so bad and then all of a sudden they play the Jets because I'm a Jets fan <laughs> and then the Jets are going to get crushed by yeah, the Dolphins. You, you have... watch, we will lose one game to the Dolphins and that will be the one win they have. That 
is very possible because your Jets did not play. We didn't look good either. Very well. Nope. Uh, we may talk about them in a little bit, but mm-hmm. we still have to talk about Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah. Of course we do. You've been talking about Lamar Jackson oh, yeah. for a few months mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Let's, Just let's so. get this guy on your team because it doesn't cost a lot to get him. He's like, <sighs> if you take him in the 10th round, that's almost reaching in the drafts in the last month. Yeah. And yep. what did he do? He oh. is now the only quarterback <laughs> in NFL history with a game of five-plus touchdowns, 300-plus yards, 15-plus yards per attempt, and three or fewer incompletions. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And 300 yards and a perfect passer rating in week one. He is the best quarterback to ever play the game. Ever. No. <laughs> no. It's just the Dolphins. It's the Dolphins. I think Lamar Jackson has improved. And his throwing ability, but the Dolphins are just so, so bad that it makes Lamar Jackson look like he's the best quarterback to ever play the game. That is just unreal. Did you see this? I believe it was the second touchdown to Hollywood Brown. Yeah. Marquise Hollywood Brown, an amazing start. His first two catches in his Mm -hmm. career touchdowns. (laughs) But that second touchdown, Lamar Jackson. That was a great throw. Got the snap, took one step. Got in his stance, bounced a few times, <laughs> never moved out of that spot, and then just it looked Flinged like it he up there. flipped yep. to the wrist yep. 60 yards down the field. It was a great pass. It was a perfect pass. It was. It really was. And that's what makes me feel good about Jackson. Seeing him not just you know tear up the Dolphins, but like a lot of these passes were actually on point. Oh, yeah. And that makes me feel good about his throwing ability. And then if he can do that against normal teams – and still have that running ability that he, Mm-mm. I know we all know that he has. He will use it eventually. He's going to, yes. And it's going to be a lot of fantasy points as long, I've said this all year, as he stays healthy. Correct. <laughs> and um, I think I only played against Lamar Jackson in a couple leagues, but it didn't matter right. because I think in those leagues I had somebody like Carson Wentz who we'll talk about in a little bit too. Um, but I did have Lamar Jackson playing in one league, and I had him on the bench as my number two quarterback mm. to Carson Wentz in a mm. league. So it's not like I lost a lot of points. Yeah. But now I'm going to be like, who do I play? It's a good problem to have. Is it? It is. <laughs> it's a good problem. Whether or not you play one or the other, you're just going to feel like, okay, I should have played him this week. But I still got 20-some, 30-some points, whatever it is. I... Obviously, have him in the flag league because I went out there and traded my. I think it was a second rounder. I don't think I played or traded much more than that. No, away for it. And I wanted him because he is to me the guy. And week one, one hundred percent proves it so far. And without him, there's a good chance I don't win both because it's double headers. (laughs) It's a good chance I don't win both of the games, and I still might not. But I have I have a good opportunity because he scored me forty seven points. Exactly. Now, the best part about the one league that I have him and Carson Wentz both in, mm-hmm. it's a keeper league, and I believe I took him in like the twelfth round. So I'll get to keep Perfect. him for a twelfth round Perfect. pick next year. Yep. So this could be my Patrick Mahomes. Oh yeah. For this season. Oh yeah. And uh, just a quick note on him, I I was helping one of my friends. Uh, I'll I'll shout his name out, Kyle, and I was helping him draft a little bit, and uh, I told him that he want he had to take Lamar Jackson. Well, he took him. He also had Kirk Cousins, and then. He showed me the lineup, and 
at the top of the lineup, he had Kirk Cousins. Like, no, 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 no. You need to take him out of the lineup and put Jackson in there right now. Right now. And so he did. Ooh. And I haven't talked to him yet oh, since. Oh. But I am 100% certain <laughs> that he's going to be very all oh, yeah. telling me, yes, thank you so much for making me do that. Because we all know that Kirk Cousins did nothing. But they still won the game. You know what's bad about that is, yes, Kirk Cousins did nothing. He threw 10 passes. 10 passes. Completed eight of them. Did get a rushing touchdown right, and right, a passing right. touchdown, yeah. so it wasn't horrible. It wasn't nothing, nothing, but it, he only threw 10 <laughs> passes. The league that we took over together that had both Darnold and Le'Veon Bell in it also had Baker Mayfield and Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. and I kept Cousins as our number one, which was actually the best choice of the three, <laughs> and he still wasn't that good. Yeah. So I was hoping we could trade one of those guys before but it didn't happen mm-hmm. anyway we got to talk about some injuries yep we and have to. the biggest injury of week one can we credit this to karma probably i think we can because this person didn't get suspended mm-hmm. for eight games mm-hmm. at least like we thought we could mm-hmm. but he might miss six seven eight weeks and that is tyreek hill yep six to seven weeks is what i last saw for i don't know exactly what it is i know it's something to do with the shoulder they did i didn't exactly see what it was yeah it's hard to explain yeah but there was a uh whatever it was in the shoulder it could go out in or back and if it goes back that's where the trouble is and that's why he had to go to the hospital to make sure it didn't go back through that way it sounds bad just talking about it oh but uh that didn't happen so i think he's going to avoid surgery but it's going to take a long time time. to heal Mm -hmm. and that's why we think this is uh partially karma related because we (laughs) both felt very strongly that he should have i mean a lot of people thought he was going to be suspended for at least a very minimum of four weeks yes i thought it was going to be eight weeks i thought it was half the season right we're going to deal with it whatever move on well here we go it's going to be basically eight weeks because he didn't do a whole lot in the week one nope so seven weeks later (laughs) but who did do a lot in week one no oh no (sighs) it's not it's not the one guy everybody <laughs> everybody said, I'm done with him, right? Uh, it's the first time I have ever owned this person. <laughs> and you didn't play he him? He was not in my lineup. <laughs> Luckily, I didn't need him. But Sammy Watkins. Love it. Nine catches, 190-some yards, and three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. If he stays healthy. Yeah. Holy cow, yep. Patrick Mahomes, who did have a little bit of an injury. Yeah, he did. He had an ankle. He got it wrapped, and he was not very mobile for the rest of that game, but he still shredded the Jacksonville mm-hmm. defense. I was watching the uh, Red Zone channel, and then I got up to you know take a, a, a leak and whatever else, what I had to do, get a, get a soda, whatever it was, and then... I came back and all of a sudden I saw Patrick Mahomes limping off the field. Like, what? Oh yeah, I got That's... multiple text messages at that point. They're like, "Not Mahomes." I'm like, "He can go for all." I-. Well, actually, no. You know what? Because Joe and I have him in our expensive league this year, which we have scored the most points out of anybody in that. I league, don't want so. him to go. I don't want him to go because he's just a lot of fun to watch. Although he, there was one pass. It was a no-look pass. It was a no-look. I'm pass. like, why are you no-looking this? I he's wide open. Yeah, just. 
look over there and throw it. Yeah, and if Travis he wouldn't have, Kelsey would have had another huge week if he would have got that. Yes, touchdown. absolutely. That was yeah. All right, uh, move on to some other injuries. A sad one on my mm. account. It's it's sad just for the guy in general. Nick Foles is yeah. <laughs> a guy who left his number nine in Philadelphia <laughs> and he was number seven in Jacksonville yep. and he threw a touchdown on the pass yeah. that he got mm-hmm. hurt on, but he, his clavicle is broke and yeah. he's going to be out for a while. I don't think they've given him a timetable, but this is usually one of those eight, nine. It's going to be, it's going to be at least half the season at the very least. Yes. I'm going to say it's probably more of a, I mean, it could be all season. Just based off of how the Jaguars do, if if they're not doing good, why bring him back? Right. And who came in his place? Gardner <laughs> Minshew. And then that won't last long, will it? I don't know. I don't know why they <laughs> wouldn't go with a guy who has 22 out of 25 and threw just amazing passes. But, yes, I know. Yeah, but they traded a fifth-round yes. pick to the Steelers for Josh Dobbs. Mm-hmm. I don't it, know what that's about. Because he looked fine. He looked fine, but do you think he can win for you? I don't do, know. And do you think, I guess the problem is, do you think Dobbs can win? I don't know if Dobbs can be the guy. I know next to nothing about you know, Dobbs. Yeah, that's, it's interesting. Maybe they just really liked him and they said, we need a backup. To me, Gardner Minshew almost looked like Nick Foles, the way he was throwing yeah, the ball there down was the field. Yeah, there was because uh, I didn't know everything about Foles at that point, and there right. was times where he was throwing the ball. I was like, oh, Foles has gotten another good pass. Wait a second, that's not Foles. Exactly. He's out. So I'm hoping that's just insurance with Josh Dobbs there, because obviously they were going to have to get another quarterback to fill in yes. for backup yep. purposes. So, And he's not going to go right in there anyway. Because no, he's he got to no learn the offense. The offense. Oh, blah, yeah. blah, blah. You all, you all know how that works. <laughs> um, so <laughs> here's a quote I read to Tom before about what Gardner Minshew said. And I just have to read this because it's a, it's a weird quote, but it kind of tells you how this guy's work ethic Mm -hmm. is. Uh, Gardner Minshew says, quote, I don't scratch my head unless it itches and I don't dance unless I hear some music. I will not be intimidated. That's just the way it is. Let's go to work. Hey, I like it. I, I think that's about the best way to handle it in football terms. Yeah. Hey, get him out there. I want to see him do it again. Let's see. Yep. We will definitely see if he has what it takes, and he is just that guy that if if he says he's not going to be intimidated and these NFL defenses aren't threatening him. Maybe it's uh, Tom Brady 2.0. I believe he was a sixth-round pick. Oh, boy. (laughs) Here we go. We are watching the beginnings of a new Tom Brady. Oh, man. I know Nick Foles is not exactly Drew Bledsoe, but no, but yeah, he's not he's not Drew Bledsoe. Let's just put it that way. He yeah. did win a Super Bowl, and well, Bledsoe, he got to a Super Bowl. He didn't win it. He has a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> he won a Super Bowl, I suppose, but he, he has didn't as many play. rings. As yeah, Nick there Foles. you go. That's a good way to put it. Uh, and speaking of quarterbacks, how about that? Baker Mayfield. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I did not want this to happen for the Browns, for every Browns fan, for every single thing that we have been talking about. The Browns being so much better this year. Everybody's not just us. It's everybody has been on that boat. And they looked like garbage. 
It, Not it, good. It's weird because I know the Baker Mayfield interceptions, they came when they were already down. Yeah. From what I yeah. saw on the percentages, and I don't know how they come up with them, but at the point where Baker Mayfield threw either the first or the second of his three interceptions, the Titans were already an 85% chance to win. Right. So obviously they're in, we're trying to come back mode. He's right, forcing right, right. some passes, and then he throws another one when they're, 90% chance the Titans are going to win that game. So it's not like he's doing this in the first quarter and that's why they're lost and why they're losing. But they're he, losing. They were losing. That's the point. And that Browns defense I think had more to do with this loss than the I'm, Browns offense. I'm go, I'm going to give some credit to the Titans because we've been bashing the Titans offense for quite a while and hey, just, they came just out there. Marcus Mariota. Well, it's still I mean <laughs> the whole point of the bashing Mariota is to bash the Titans because we don't believe in Mariota, so it bashes everybody else. But they looked okay. I mean, they went out there. They got the points they needed to do. I thought Derrick Henry had a really good game. I thought there's nothing wrong there. Um, yeah. I think the Titans are something that we can maybe, maybe look at as a potential playoff team because every single year, Seems like they're always eight and eight, nine and seven, something yes. around there. And here we go. This could be the another underlooked team once again. I am not going to give Marcus Mariona any credit. No, yet. no, no. I'm not saying he's still the guy. I know, but I'm just uh, saying they. I'm giving credit where credit is due. We have to do that when a team <laughs> wins a football game and when they win it handily. handily. I mean, it was clear as day that they were going to win that game. 43-13, to 13, the it's, final score yeah. in that game. I mean, I don't know if it was completely the Browns' defense that let them do what they needed to do, but it's not like there was a lot of guys involved in this offense. It was Derrick Henry. Right. He had 4.4 yards per rush. If I said he can average five yards a rush like he did last year, he's going to lead the league in rushing. Okay. Four and a half yards is a good start. Mm-hmm. Uh, Delaney Walker who we tried to tell everybody he's got a chip on his shoulder That's, and he uh, wants to tell the that world. That was nice to see. Five for 55 and two yep. touchdowns. And I did say if if anybody's on that Titans team is going to make a splash, it's going to be Walker and it's not going to be the wide receiver. And Marcus Mariota loves Delaney Walker. Yeah. So as long as Mariota is still on the field, I it's, have full confidence <laughs> yeah, in Delaney yeah. Walker. Mm-hmm. Then we had A.J. Brown. Yeah. Three That's for 100. Good. Yep. Okay. Three is not a lot, but 100 is very nice. That is just enough. But the rest of the team, there was nothing. I mean, Derrick Henry had the one catch for 75 yards. It wasn't right. a 75-yard bomb, well, but yeah. it still counts as receiving it's yards, still and, a catch yards. and a touchdown. And Derrick Henry, so far, I have him on quite a few teams. <laughs> I'm happy with what I got so far. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, Baker Mayfield, as we started saying, he has a wrist injury. Yeah. I don't know how bad it is. I think fine. it's just a bruise, it's nothing fine. major. He'll be out there, and we'll see what happens next week. I don't know who they play. Who do they play next week? Uh, that is a good question. Let's go to week two and see who's on the docket. I am not seeing the Browns. Where are they? Cleveland <laughs> versus the New York Jets on oh, Monday that's Night right. Football. Dang it. <laughs> it's I knew that, too. Mayfield versus Darnold right off the bat. In a 
in a game where one of them has to take their team and make their offense look good. <laughs> I sure hope it's Darnold. From what I saw out of him again, last year I said this so many times, he looked uncomfortable, he shuffling his feet like crazy You were person. talking about those in some games last year. I was saying all of that last year, and here we go again. Here we go again. you got to get comfortable, Darnold. Trust that offensive line. Even though you know you're probably going to take a hit, you got to stand up straight, run forward if you have to, get in that pocket, stop trying to – I don't know what he's doing. He's just he's dancing around like a crazy person. I don't like it. I like the Bills. You know that. Yeah, I, I think have kind of tabbed them my AFC team yeah. this year. And I, I'm not going to. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not going to root. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not going to talk any trash about how the Bills are one and over or anything <laughs> like that. No, they didn't deserve the game. The Jets just flat out gave it to them. They did. 16, they just said, nothing. "Here you go." Uh, I don't want to win. <laughs> All right. Um, few other injuries that are notable. Uh, Mike Williams of the Chargers had a bit of a knee injury. I don't think that's anything. No, I think it's fine. But he didn't. He wasn't very productive. He did not look no. very good. No. The Chargers looked okay. Yeah. Austin Eckler that was, looked yep. amazing. I mean, if Gordon's going to come back, he's going to have to do it right now because Eckler could just say, never mind. Uh, you don't need to come back. And, we don't need you. And Justin Jackson actually he didn't look bad either. He looked pretty good. Fine. Yep. He had like eight carries for fifty-seven yards. That's like, exactly what he needs to do. That's seven yards a carry. That's all he needs to do. They won the game without Melvin Gordon. And that's it. I've been talking about Austin Eckler since last year. Oh yeah. Yep. He was a sleeper for me last year, and now he's the last week of the or two weeks of the preseason. He was going in like the fifth and sixth round of drafts. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's not a sleeper anymore. No, it's I can't not. get him it's on as many teams as I want him. And guess what? I also had Austin Eckler on the team. I had Sammy Watkins, both of them on the bench, <laughs> and I'm still going to win this week. That was the listener You're league. still going to win, so I'm that's still fine. still going to win. You're so, good then. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, sorry, Tom. We have to talk about Tevin Coleman. This is a sad one. It's a very sad one. It's unfortunate because he was not the guy that got hurt on the Falcons. He was the guy that came in for the hurt guy. Yes. And now he has a high ankle sprain. And now he's probably going to be out for a few weeks. And At least. It looks like Bereta is going to take the toll. And here we go. Here we go. We're going to have to, in the Dynasty Savages League, we're going to have to explore some trades because we have a million guys on the bench <laughs> that can start for a lot of people. Yes. We have Breda sitting there. Yep. We have Carlos Hyde sitting there. Mm-hmm. We have whatever. We'll we see had, about We had Elshon Jeffrey on the bench in that league. Yeah. Uh, yep. it, it, we're just stacked. We got too many league. players, but... It's not a bad thing. We're winning for sure, aren't we? Oh, yeah. yeah. We're up by 50, <laughs> and we still had Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. <laughs> and you know what I liked about that league? When I went to see on the app what the prediction was for who was going to win that game, we were like 30% predicted to win the game. I know. I, I couldn't was like, believe 30%? that. 30%. That doesn't make any Our sense. Our team is way better than that, and then here we go. We're blowing that team oh, up. Oh, yeah. They can't even. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the predictions are not everything. 
All right, a couple more notable injuries. Devin Funches, although we haven't talked about him hardly at all in yeah, the offseason. He did have a couple of nice catches, yep. was boxing guys out. Would, I think, have been a little bit of an asset for Jacoby Brissett the way he plays. Um, would have been a, a threat in the red zone, but looks like he's going to be out for a little while. Uh, Will Disley, <laughs> after three games last year, he goes out. Now he's got another little yeah. bit of a knee injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one that doesn't look like it's anything special, we but it's one to not. monitor <laughs> Joe Mixon, and I only have him in one league. Yeah. And if I wouldn't have had him in any leagues, he would have been fine. <laughs> he would have been great, but I have him in a league. and He'll be fine. Yeah. He'll be fine. Don't worry about it. And uh, Albert Wilson with a calf injury, whatever. Nobody is going to be playing a Dolphin from here on out. Well, in the flag league, well, there's possibilities. I do have, have <laughs> I do have Albert Wilson, and if he's going to be fine, I could possibly end up playing him for you know bye week fill-ins, or if I right. so happen to get some bad injuries. in any sixteen team league, you're yeah. going to be deep. I mean, I thought in the flag league I was thin, and <laughs> no. there were multiple guys on my bench. I was like. I could have played all these guys. This is insane. I mean, I had Vernon Davis on the bench yeah. oh, in yeah. that league. Um, we started him in a game, didn't we? Yes. Yes, perfect. We did Worked start out. him in a league that we also had TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. I'm hoping we are recording this in the middle of the Texan Saints game. So right. as of this recording, we don't know anything about the Raiders and the Broncos. Right. But I am hoping, please... Please tell me that Noah Fant does well also in that game. Mm-hmm. So my rookie tight ends look amazing. I'm hoping that Hunter Renfro looks really well. That, oh, because yeah. there's a big possibility without Antonio Brown there that this could be really, really nice. I'm crossing my fingers. I'm not hope. I mean, I'm not expecting, but I just have a lot of hope for this guy because everything I read, I mean, I got this guy in the fifth round of the rookie draft. Yes. And. Nobody was thinking about it. I was like, well, I, I might be going a little early here, but I don't like anybody else here, and I think this guy is going to be great. Sometimes you just got to take him when you, you gotta take, take him. him when you get him. So, and I think that was probably like my first pick in the draft because I traded yes. everything else away. You that and year. I don't pick until no. like the fifth and sixth rounds of the flag league <laughs> draft. So, but yeah, TJ Hawkinson, I did have playing in one league. I don't, well, I own him in a probably three or four leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, in any leagues with a rookie draft where I don't have a first and second round pick, I'm not able to get TJ Hawkinson, but we <laughs> did have our first round pick in the Dynasty Savages League. So he is yep. another weapon that we yep. have just sitting there. Yep. And, uh, yeah, uh, what a opening week for the rookie tight end. Yeah. He, I, I don't even know what else to say. He looks like he is going to be a major part of that offense Yes, and all year long. The touchdown reception was just the cherry on top. Like yes. you sent me the Hawkinson. I was like, that's the cherry on top Bang. right there. Everything was great. And he then he got the touchdown. 77 at that point. Yep. And then he put that touchdown on there and added, yep. I think, Perfect. one or two more catches. I was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. This is this is exactly what I was looking for. So I'm hoping Noah Fant can do the same thing in the It's very Raiders possible game. that that could happen. All right. Well, as much as I don't want to talk about it, <laughs> the Cowboys just came out and went to town on the Giants. Now, mm. I'm not going to say that the Giants' defense is bad as the Dolphins because that's no. probably not true. But they let everybody on that Cowboys offense 
just run free, completely <laughs> wide open. Michael Gallup went insane. Randall yeah. Cobb looked like the Randall Cobb of old. And, of course, Amari Cooper. Yeah, he did good. Yes, I heard you, Joe. Amari Cooper. I have him in one <laughs> league. That's our expensive league. And um, there it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say anything hey, if more. Hey, if he produces, he produces. I have no problems there. I want him to prove everything we've ever said about him wrong. And, you know, keep doing it. Be consistent. Don't do it this week and then the next week and then right. stop. Is he going to be the new Julio Jones for us where we ripped him apart for we being did, inconsistent? Yeah. And then Julio was consistent all year last well, year. Well, he's, he's been consistent as far as yardage right. his whole career. Yes. But it was the touchdowns and all of that that we were talking about before. But, yeah, he was great last year. So he proved us wrong there. That's fine. I, I love being proved wrong. Of course. Proven wrong. I'm not going to say proved again. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the Cowboys blew up. But you know what else blew up? What else blew up? That trophy back there that oh we haven't talked goodness. about yet. Let's get this <laughs> on the stream. Make sure I everybody can see it. Here it is. This is an amazing trophy. Mm-hmm. I believe we're going to give this trophy away with our signatures on it. Oh, that's as, value. As a secondary. That's uh, going to be worth a lot of money <laughs> once we put our signatures on there. A secondary prize in the <laughs> listener league. Uh, Blowtrophy.com. They're awesome. Yeah. Uh, awesome. I have a couple other things show you mm-hmm. on camera here there is a can koozie <laughs> says fantasy football legend below trophy friends awesome. don't let friends draft drunk yes you do lies that's called collusion oh, in fantasy football wow. okay there we go <laughs> that makes sense now. and a bumper sticker that says fantasy football last place <laughs> absolute worst yep Yep. So I'm not sure how that's going to get on somebody's car, but I got to put that on somebody's car. We're, I mean, it better not be me this year. I hope that's not. I the case. hope not. Because I'm in leagues with you, so that's not good. <laughs> Don't do that. No. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, blowtrophy.com. Check them out. This is fun. Yeah. And it's inexpensive. I think the blow trophy itself was like 15 or $20 on their website. That's, that's cool. So check them I mean, out. I've, I've seen all sorts of other people's trophies and stuff, and it's all like these fancy dance. It's fantasy football you don't need no fancy trophy right come on i mean it's fun to win i mean but this is that something is, that is so cool <laughs> you can pass this around you can have your draft at a pool party yeah and that can be i mean that's perfect you can float <laughs> on it <laughs> it's awesome i i had fun getting the package in the mail it even came with a pack of football cards from 1991 yeah that was cool i was like holy crap i remember these i opened these as a kid and i got a pack of them to open when i'm much much older <laughs> we're not going to go into details uh-huh. for that one but yeah that that's pretty cool yes cowboys blew up blowtrophy.com blew up mm-hmm. i'm not gonna say that the cowboys are bad <laughs> they do have a good team. Their team Zeke is fine. was just whatever. Yeah. Obviously, he didn't show yeah. up in the preseason and had his holdout. But again, this was a terrible Giants defense. Yes. Do not expect 35 points easy out of the Cowboys every week. They are definitely capable of scoring 35 points. And I tell you who I think is very happy that he did well, and that's Dak Prescott. Yes. Because he's going to get some money. Because now Jerry Jones is saying he's going to get his very soon. Yes. I don't know what exact wording was, but that's what he said. And so, okay, he better sign it quick right. before 
you know, week two or week three <laughs> or week four. No, he'll be all right. He'll be fine all year. But he's still, to me, not a superstar. No. He needs Zeke yes. against the better teams. Yes, absolutely. And he can be yep. successful against worse teams. He doesn't necessarily need Zeke, but he needed multiple weapons. If it were just Amari Cooper yeah. and nobody else, yeah. I don't know that we would have seen it. They probably still would have been oh, the we have we have to talk about Jason Winton. The Monday Night Football commentator, Jason Witten. <laughs> yes, that guy who is now playing football. Oh, he plays football. He again. plays football again. Interesting. So yeah, he he actually was decent. I mean, I I didn't think he would be much of anything coming back, but he was okay, which I'm good with. He is three catches for 15 yards, but he threw the touchdown in there, so he yeah, was the worth touch, starting. I mean, if if you didn't have much, listen, for I had to start Charles Clay. In the flag league because Trey Burton was hurt. Oh, that's right. I if forgot I would have had Burton. Trey Burton, I wouldn't have had to touch Charles. But Charles Clay did get me a reception, so I'm okay with that. And just just a reminder for everybody out there that took Tony Pollard oh. because they didn't think Zeke was coming back. 13 carries, 24 yards. Sorry. Well... We go from Tony Pollard, who everybody was super, super duper high mm-hmm. on, to somebody who we were told on the show last week was going to be a league winner. Yeah. Our guest yep. on the show last week, Mr. Joseph Moore, <laughs> said Ronald Jones he is going to own in every league that he can get him in. Yeah. And guess what? He looked like a football player this last week. 13. Teen carries for 75 yards and one target for 18 yards. And that one target, I was watching live when that one happened. He put on some moves and broke some tackles. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Is this is this what we can expect from Ronald Jones? Uh, well, I'll say this. Aaron Jones last year led the league with 5.5 yards per carry. Ronald Jones has 5.7. Now, be that as it may, he didn't score a whole lot of points, so it's not like he's a superstar. I'm, I don't want to go too far into it, but he definitely looks like he's going to take the role for the running back position. Now, I still don't think I'm going to go there when it comes to running backs. I unless <laughs> you give me a really funky face, yeah, over here. but unless something changes. With the offense, because that offense has to produce, and we didn't see anything good out of that offense this year, this we, week. We saw absolute atrocity. That was not good. Out of Jameis Winston. Yeah, it was really bad. And I apologize to anybody that I told that Jason Jameis Winston would have a decent week one. I, I did not think he <laughs> yes! would throw two pick sixes to the 49ers in week one. Once again, I was right. <laughs> Uh, I know Reggie, our loyal supporter from Twitch, yep. he had Jameis in multiple leagues. I don't oh, know if he no. played him in every league, Uh-oh. but I know he had him in multiple leagues. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I mean, if you're going to wait on quarterback, Jameis Winston is fine. He'll get you fantasy points. He is going to throw interceptions. We all know that. In the listener league, Reggie has Lamar Jackson. Did he play them? Ooh, you know what? I might as well flip that up because we're going to talk about the Listener League at the end of the show and keep everybody uh, afloat. 
as to how they're doing. And once the week is over, I will post the results on Twitter for everybody to see who wants to keep up with it. Mm -hmm. So let's go to the scoreboard here and find Mr. Network's team and see who he played. I know I was one of the higher scorers in this. I didn't do good week week one. I, I was a little disappointed. I believe he is the Oakland Invaders. I know he is from at least the surrounding area of Oakland. He is a Dolphins fan, unfortunately. Mm, mm, I'll have mm, to. Yes, he did play okay. Lamar Jackson. That means he's probably winning. Um, yeah, I believe 129 to 93. And wow. the person only has Philip Lindsay left, so it's probably a done deal. He yeah. also had T.Y. Hilton, uh, Hopkins going right now, Kittle, Cooper Cobb. I mean, it was an average week for everybody. Lamar Jackson definitely helped him win this week because if he didn't, he had Matt Ryan as a backup, and that was almost half the points that Lamar Jackson yeah. got, which means he'd only be up by about 10 points right yeah, now. Yeah, that would That's be a difference. a little difference. Philip Lindsay can get 10 points. Now, for me, I'm going to lose. Uh-oh. I'm already losing, and oh. I don't have any more players left. But Tyreek Hill only got me 4.1 oh, points. Oh, I forgot. You're the one with Tyreek. And if I would have played... Uh, Jackson. It's Deshaun Jackson. Oh, no. If I would have played him instead, I'd be in a good position to win this game. Unfortunately, I would never have played him over Tyreek Hill, but <laughs> that's what it is. And, and now I have to play. I'm going to play him because Hill's going to be out, so it's going to be Jackson all the time or Fuller, depending on how he does right. in this game uh, that they're in right now. But, yeah. Yeah, I thought it was going to be an interesting week because uh, I was going against Mahomes and Barkley and Calvin Ridley and even Gallup. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but guess what? I had Carson Wentz and Derrick Henry yep. and Marlon Mack, who I believe yeah, is leading good. the league in rushing right now, good. along with Julio and Juju, who just did average, and Chris Godwin, who just did average. <laughs> and I still have Noah Fant left, and I'm up by 22. I did say, I think, one time that Marlon Mack – could be a better running back this year because there's no Andrew Luck. It's I can definitely see both sides of that right. coin. Oh, I, I understand and it. It looks like he's going to be the featured part of that offense. Why wouldn't you? They didn't look terrible. No. It's not like they got crushed. Right. So, I mean, if we'll see. I still think that Brissett has a lot of growing to do. If he can grow and be a little bit better, under the under center, he can be a, he could be a guy that can actually win some games for you. He doesn't look that bad. No, he was fine. Yeah, but let's go and talk about somebody you just mentioned, <laughs> Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. My boy, he's back. <laughs> he's back. Unbelievable. I, I. It's great though. If you can ask multiple people that I know when we drafted Deshaun Jackson all those years ago, I was so ecstatic. Like I didn't want any other receiver in that draft. I was like, please just <laughs> get Deshaun Jackson. And of course we had multiple good years with him between right, McNabb yeah. yep. and Vic. Yep. And now a boy. Oh my gosh. Carson Wentz. Uh, who should have had four throwing touchdowns, but he threw one 
behind that Alshon Jeffrey caught, mm-hmm. which counted as a rushing touchdown. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, after that, unbelievably horrible start yeah it was not good i was i was getting scared for you i was like oh man i don't even want to talk to jj no no if that game would have kept going the way i would have probably just turned my phone (laughs) off i'm like because if somebody says anything with a snide remark i'd be like you are and it would have been i would have lost friends it would have been me but you have to stay friends with me (laughs) because we got a podcast going on but yes, we finally got our crap together yeah. towards the end of the half, and Deshaun Jackson was the main reason why. And thank goodness you traded him back to me in the flag <laughs> league. Hey, I don't mind the people I got back. I oh, got I got Edelman. And, I mean, this wasn't all of it, but right. I got Edelman and. I don't even remember. No, what see now the we've we've was. traded twice. I know. So now I don't. I'm all messed up. I think Edel. I already had Edelman when I traded him back. Did I give to you. you Hunt back in part of that deal too? Or the Hunt was involved somehow. <laughs> Either way, I'm kind of glad I don't have Hunt. I don't. Yes, I don't, don't really want to touch that. it this year. Maybe but, next year. But let's let's um, break down Deshaun Jackson really quick here. Of course, sure. I'm not on the right page. <laughs> Where did it go? Oh, it's probably because, yeah, I hate this website, the Mm -hmm. way they do that. Deshaun Jackson, eight catches. Normally, it's, you know, four, five, six catches. Yeah, usually he's got, you know, three catches for 120 yards, and that's perfectly fine. And 154 yards on those eight catches. Mm -hmm. Two touchdowns, both of them over 50 yards. Right. He was already trailing only one person in history for most 50-yard touchdown catches, and that's Jerry Rice. Mm, I believe he is four or five behind him for the all-time record. we got 15 games left this season. Yeah. I don't know how he – I mean, assuming that he plays, he could definitely do that. Now, and Jerry Rice played for a long time. Long time. So that's saying something. If you put it on a scale of like a ratio scale, I'm, Jax is probably way past it. And now he's probably the number one. <laughs> there could be a lot of reasons why the stats went the way they did versus Washington. That was kind of a revenge game for Deshaun Jackson. Well, yeah. Immediately the first drive he got into it with Quentin Dunbar <laughs> and he got flagged. I thought both of them should have been. There was only one flag and I was like, "Oh, if it's only one flag, it's got to be on Dunbar. He's the one that started it or whatever." That's when the guys went over and it was just on Deshaun, so that ended the drive. I'm like, "Oh no, <laughs> here we go." But then he redeemed himself and Yeah, he did. Then it for was sure. just like I've told everybody, it's going to be hard to play Eagles receivers, tight ends, whatever, because they spread the ball around so much. I mean, Zach Ertz was the next highest targeted with seven targets, five catches, 54 yards. That's, right. you know, 10 points. That's what you're looking for most of the time. As long as you get double digits, you're usually happy. Anybody that drafts Zach Ertz in the third round, they're expecting more than yeah, that. right. Uh, then Alshon, he had the five catches for 49 yards and a receiving touchdown, but he also had that rushing touchdown, <laughs> which was just a hey, little bubble I screen. Know, I don't know why you're doing this. It's a rush. You know the rules. I know. It got points taken away from me years ago. <laughs> I think on 
what was it? Uh, a Tom Brady to Rob Gronkowski catch. It was a, the same exact play, yeah. basically, and I got points taken away from me. I don't remember if I had Gronk or Brady or whatever it was, but <laughs> every time I see that play, I, I get a little upset, no matter who it is, if I have the player or not. I'm like, I just I know what's happening here, and they're not saying it on TV. They're like, oh, the pass to Jeffrey, and he's in it's for score. I was like, pass. it's not going to go down in the books like that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's not a pass, but like a little shuffle pass. Them are considered to be passes. Right. Yeah. That. Yeah. Whatever. But that's more of a run than it is a pass. But what everybody really wants to know about this game are the running backs for Philadelphia. Okay. And again, mm-hmm. running back by committee. Miles Sanders <laughs> looked good. Mm-hmm. His stats did not. Mm-hmm. He had a couple of shifty moves. He did have a touchdown called back on a J.J. Ortega-Whiteside hold. <laughs> Sorry. But it was a running back by committee. He had 11 carries. Sproles had nine. Sproles came out and was basically the starter, and I think that was because Howard and Sanders were not on the team before. So they're going right. to let Sproles right. kind of lead the way. And I think it kind of kills the controversy at that point as well. It's like, okay, we know there's nothing. Sproles isn't sitting here going to say, I'm the, I'm the guy of the future. Right. It just kind of like, hey, he goes out there, he takes it, calm down, don't worry about it. We're fine. <laughs> yeah. We're fine. Um, but, yeah, uh, Jordan Howard only had six carries, but 44 yards. Yeah, that's good. That's seven and a half yards a carry. That's good. Like, and the thing about that was, is I saw on a third and one, they do a sweep to Darren Sproles. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm a hundred. Just hand the ball off, Why, man. why are we giving third and one to a sweep to the guy who's like five foot six? <laughs> when you have Jordan Howard who can pound the ball, he fights for every yard he can get. And that's all you needed was a yard and he'll fight for it. Yep. But whatever, we won. I'm not going to dwell on it. <laughs> We're all good. A win's a win, no matter how you get it. And on the other side of the ball, we didn't talk about this injury quite yet. Darius Geis. Oh, no. Oh, boy. <sighs> he was our replacement <sighs> for Antonio Brown in the league that we had Antonio <laughs> Brown in. That's uh, just, this. yep, not good. I mean, I had so much hope for him. I really did. This is just so unfortunate. I don't think he's going to be out for the whole year. But, gosh, to have another injury Do you like think that. Adrian Peterson thinks that's a karma thing? Yeah, I don't know why. getting inactive for the first time in his career, a healthy scratch. Here comes he Adrian like, Peterson. <laughs> injure him, injure him. I want to play again. I don't know. He's Adrian Peterson is going to be something now in fantasy football, but nothing spectacular. And uh, I believe it was a guy we picked as a sleeper target again this year coming off of injury. Chris Thompson yep. is going to see a yep. lot, He's gonna see a lot too. of passes his way. He had yep. seven for 68 in that game, so mm-hmm. he's fine. The surprise in that game was Terry McLaurin. He should yeah. have had two long touchdowns because mm-hmm. he beat. I don't remember who it was he beat, but it was bad, and it was just overthrown. I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> this cannot happen. Case Keenum cannot beat us. Luckily, he didn't, but Terry McLaurin is going to be a hot waiver wire pickup this Most week. Most likely, yes. And you know what? Go for it. I mean, Speed is killing me. In week one. Yeah. And is it, it could continue. I mean, just look at a guy we haven't talked about yet. Another speed guy. It's just what's happening. We talked a little bit about Hollywood Brown. Right. We talked about 
Deshaun Jackson. Right. We talked about Terry McLaurin. We didn't uh, well, talk I'll, about. Well, I'll say this before <laughs> you get into it. And I'm watching all of the Jets game like I should because I'm a Jets fan, but I probably shouldn't because it's just been so bad. <laughs> but the Robbie Anderson, there's like three or four different long passes that Darnold just could not connect with right. because he just did not throw the ball accurately enough. But these are these things are here in the NFL to stay because long passing to speedy wide receivers is amazing when it works, and it's been working more often than not for a lot of teams. And who is the speediest wide receiver to come out in the last few years? None other than John Ross. Yeah, that was crazy. Seven of 12 Mm -hmm. targets for 158 yards and two touchdowns. Just a coming out party. And it's not like Tyler Boyd was a ghost. No, he was He had like eight catches. Yeah. So they were involved, but man, them them Bengals just, they figure out how to lose a game. (laughs) Seahawks were trying to give it to them. I swear the Seahawks in the last year or so have tried to give away more games. That's just the Seahawks way, though. But I feel like the Seahawks just know how to win games. It's almost opposite of they're trying to lose games. They just don't give it away. They completely just win it. Yeah. And they always seem to be, if not in the playoffs, close to the playoffs, always competitive. And it's just it, I give a lot of credit to Russell Wilson because since he's been on the team, they have been a relevant, relevant team. Before that... I mean, they made the playoffs the one year when they were 7-9, won the division, whatever. But, yeah, Russell Wilson, to me, he's he's a game manager. He's a great quarterback. Yep. So there's somebody else on the other side of that ball, Mm -hmm. and that guy was DK Metcalf. Yeah. That guy looked pretty darn good. Mm -hmm. He started. He was getting balls tossed his way, six targets. I mean, the leading target – Getter on the Seahawks was Chris Carson. Chris they Carson. said in the preseason, they're going to get him more involved in the passing game, and they sure did. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the question for you. Out of DK Metcalf, John Ross, and Terry McLaurin, <laughs> which of those three would you pick up if they're all in your normal just redraft league this year? If you were only going to pick up one guy off the waiver wire, which one of those three would it be? <laughs> See... <laughs> it depends on what you need, but I would say probably John Ross. That's where I'd probably lean, but I would love to go Metcalf because I really do believe a lot of him this I, year. I do like John Ross until A.J. Green gets back. If it's yeah, going to be that, a few more weeks, yep. that's, I think that's the I guy hear to you. get. I hear you there. So if you need help right now, John Ross right. is the guy to get. I right. think if you need help later on in the season, DK Metcalf's going to be the guy you want. Yep. And I think Terry McLaurin is going to have some good games. He's one of them, yeah, he's one of them guys where I think it's going to be he's going to look great. He like he's going to get picked up by somebody in almost oh, every league. Of course he is. And then he's going to give you nothing. Somebody's going to drop him. Yep. Then he's going to go off again. <laughs> oh, I got to pick him up. Oh, he did good. Yes. That's kind of what I feel he's going to be. And it's you know, it's the Redskins. And what are you going to say? I can't trust in Keenum to do this every single week. Yeah. It's just if somehow you drafted him in a best ball league, you're probably oh, going to be yeah. But I don't know anybody that was drafting Terry McLaurin in best ball. Best unless, ball, go pick him up. Unless if he's you available. were an Ohio State fan and yeah, you were late to yeah. draft. Yeah, why not? 
yeah, I took a look at my best balls last night, and I'm doing well in most of them, but I looked at one, and I had, like, Melvin Gordon and Antonio Brown <laughs> and somebody else. I think somebody even <laughs> retired, and I'm like, oh, oh no. wow. Well, this one I can probably ignore for the rest of the season. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going to happen. But. Yep. All right. What else do we got here? We got to talk about a few more guys. Um, well, let's talk about Kansas City running backs quick. Oh, boy. I here we go. I know this is going to be a sore subject all year long. <laughs> I mean, I, I, in some of those who do you starts for pole store, pole sports, oh, yeah. I picked Damian Williams a lot and he got you a touchdown mm-hmm. and he got you a few catches. I mean, he was not horrible, right? I mean, six catches, 39 yards, the rushing touchdown, but he only got 26 yards off 13 carries. Yep. So I'm not sure what was going wrong for Damian Williams, but it was going right. For Shady McCoy. Yeah, and this is a sign to me that McCoy and Andy Reid. is rejuvenated. This is just, yeah, I think this is big. I think this is huge. I really, I. This is just the first week. The first week. He hasn't even learned the whole he offense. He hasn't learned the, the offense. protections yet. This, is, this could be ridiculous. I, I'm not going to go super <laughs> crazy on it, but it's, it's insane. I mean, he only had one target, caught it for 12 balls, mm-hmm. but he had 10 carries for 81 yards. <laughs> LaShawn McCoy, the guy to get dropped by the Buffalo Bills. Right. And everybody was like, oh, he's done. <laughs> he's not going to do anything else. He's just going to have to ride. Unless the he's on a high-powered offense with a team, with a coach that he is not only – had before, but he's just got a really good connection Andy with the guy. Reed, while licking his chops at whatever food <laughs> he was looking at, then also looked over on the waiver wire and was like, ooh. I'm hungry again. LeSean... Can I have another steak? Thank you. <laughs> LaShawn McCoy is coming back to daddy. Well, he probably just said, uh, I got to pay the check. Hold on a yeah, second. He was... <laughs> Give me on the phone. Yes, yes. And LaShawn McCoy feels like he's going to be something there in Kansas City. It's a good sign. Don't go overboard. Do not, if somebody's got shady on on their team, do not go crazy and give them whatever they want for shady. Give it a couple weeks, see what happens. If that's the case and you still really want shady, you can pay for it. But I would say give it a couple weeks. If he falls down at all, you're going to get a little better value, and then you can go get him and see what happens after that. Don't go nuts. Um, Shady's one of those guys that, he was probably signed so quick after being released, just like Antonio Brown, that nobody really dropped him to right, the wire completely. Right. But well, can we address can we address the Antonio Brown offers that we got <laughs> in the one league? Yeah, like oh my gosh! As soon as he was released, we got I decided to just okay. I added him to the trade bait. That's in my fine. Fantasy league don't have any problems there. And a couple of them weren't the worst, but we had one that was just so insanely terrible. Nobody's ever <laughs> going to trade you Antonio Brown for a fifth round pick. Well, but he had a, a nice long message for us saying, well, <laughs> the Oakland Raiders gave a third and fifth round pick for Antonio Brown. I'm willing to give you a fifth just to take a chance with the headache. What? A fifth round rookie it's, pick. 
It's not a headache when it's a fantasy football team. Right. I don't have to he, deal with his antics. No. I can leave him on the bench until he gets signed by the Patriots. <laughs> Two minutes later, <laughs> right? signed by the Patriots and... That offer was still on the table. We had two other offers from the same guy. He was like, well, just what do you want for him? Let me know. Right, 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 right. That's fine. Mediocre wide receivers in a dynasty league, you know, like Larry Fitzgerald. Like, okay, you know, he's not going to be around forever. But if we're trying to win now, it would have been an offer we would have considered. I would have. I don't know if I would have done it, but I would have at least said, okay, this isn't a slap in the face. Yes. (laughs) I mean, the fifth rounder just... No, I wouldn't have given him up for a third rounder. Sorry, uh, I made a face <laughs> at Tom, and that's because I just happened to switch over to the Saints game, and Taysom Hill caught a touchdown. Oh, no! <laughs> well, let's see. I'm going to have to go. Maybe I should pick him up if he's available in the flag league because I need another or quarterback because I traded Sam Darnold away. That's true. That's so. true. But that uh, that would have been on the Sirius XM End of the day show. Sick of this. With all the bad touchdowns yeah. that nobody's getting because mm-hmm. nobody's playing Taysom Hill Nobody. for any reason. Why would you? Anyway, I want to uh, end this part of the program with one of my guys. We got to talk about him. Yeah. Oh, yes, we do. Because mm. I, this is tasty. I kept being told that I was crazy, <laughs> that this guy was not going to get that many targets. Mm. And that's Evan Ingram. Mm. They didn't win the game by any means. But that's exactly but what I was talking about in the preseason. It's just so good, man. They're going to be down. And if they're ahead, it's also probably because of Evan Ingram. But if they're down... Evan Ingram's going to get more targets. Right. 14 targets now, week one. Right. Now, I do have a question. Mm. When Golden Tate comes back, do you expect Ingram to take a little bit less of the workload there? No. <laughs> Not even close. Not this, even a little bit less. I mean, let's see. 14 between. to 10? <laughs> <laughs> that would be okay. <laughs> I don't know that he's going to get 14 targets every week anyway. But, yeah, between Eli Manning and Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones did come in and throw four passes, and I believe a couple of them were to Evan Ingram. So Mm -hmm. both quarterbacks were targeting him. That's good. Between the two of them, they threw 48 attempts. (sighs) That's crazy. A third, just over a third, were to one guy, Evan Ingram. Yep. And then Cody Latimer had eight. Mm-hmm. Sterling Shepard had seven. Benny Fowler had five. Saquon Barkley had six targets. Saquon Barkley got taken out of this game early yeah. because they couldn't run, but he still had 120 yards rushing because the first carry the of first the game carry, oh my was for 59 yards and looked like he was just... Couldn't believe it. Here you go, I was just Saquon. like, oh, oh, wow. This is... Uh... Wow. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Just I mean, like that. He He's... didn't have an amazing fantasy day. It was somewhere around like 17, 18 points. And this, uh, I'm going to make a point. This is why I think, besides the fact that I'm a huge Christian McCaffrey fan, this is why you take him number one overall. Because the Giants suck. Yeah. I'm not saying that the the Cardinals, the Carolina Panthers (laughs) are any good, but they're better. And they can be in games. And he's uh, McCaffrey's out there every single play going nuts. Yeah. 
Nuts. Whether they're winning or losing, he's out there. McCaffrey's going to be out there. Yes, uh, I believe there were two people that uh, two running backs. I'm sorry mm-hmm. that played every snap for their teams. One was Christian McCaffrey, right? The other, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, of week one, a guarantee that that was going yes. to happen. One, he was he he played fine. It's just the Jets were terrible. I just can't. Le'Veon Bell. I'm not going to lie. Because the Jets weren't as on top of it as I hoped they were going to be, Le'Veon Bell still looked like the he Le'Veon Bell from two years ago yep. when last he played. So if Sam Darnold can stop shuffling around and doing you know, whatever if, he's if, doing. If he can do better than just throw it to Jamison Crowder 14 whatever times <laughs> yes. that he caught the ball. So dumb. Then, yes, that if he can spread it around a little more, Le'Veon's going to have a really good year. But if it continues going this path, Le'Veon's going to have a very fine year. It's not going to be great. But fine is good enough. But you still, most people draft him in the, at least the second round. Right. It was never later than that. All right. Well, let's look ahead to week two for just a minute. Sure. And that will be where we end the program. But there, you have to talk about a couple of these games yeah. in the upcoming weeks. Um. New England no. is playing Miami. <laughs> I just want to leave this room right I now. Know. Gosh. That I am going to say. Miami's going to win. I, they always <laughs> seem to, no matter how bad they are, they always seem to play well against New England. Now, I don't know that that's going to be the case, they will but I have them. a feeling this is going to be a trap game fantasy-wise. Yes, and I, I'll say this. I think this might be the week Sony Michelle does well. Yes. And because I don't think they want to, th- well, if Antonio Brown's out there, they might they might just keep pitching it to him just to make a point. Right. But I think if they're ahead and they just say whatever, just give it to Sony Michelle, maybe James White a few times, and that might be it. And maybe Burkhead, we'll see what happens there. But that would be it. And I think that... Uh, it could be a Sony Michelle day, and I don't expect a ton out of the wide receivers after the first half. Yeah, I could very well see that Miami gets shut out that game, and that's why we don't get a lot. They're just going to yeah. kill the clock. Belichick is like, can we just go home now? I mean, we're going to win, right? Like, <laughs> just wind the clock after down. After they get the first field goal, <laughs> safety, whatever it is, Call the game. Yeah, that's it's all they're gonna do. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm I I'm not gonna put <laughs> no, no DFSers no, no. out there. I don't know if I would put much stock in any of the wide receivers for New England next week, just because we don't. Well, know. I don't know where one Antonio Brown's gonna be when it comes to DFS, like how much right. he's gonna cost and all that. But I would imagine it's gonna be higher. Yes. So maybe Josh Gordon, if you think that he's still going to have a decent role, he might fall down in the price range, and might. he could still maybe get something there, especially if Antonio Brown's not going to play every single snap, which you, I assume he won't. Right. But we'll see. There's another game that I'm looking at that I'm kind of licking my lips at. Just mm, <laughs> This could be good, and this could be where all you – Devin Singletary fans. Hey, 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 hey. I before you I watching the Jets game, okay? He didn't have amazing stats or anything like that. But 
there was a few runs towards the end of that game where I'm sitting there thinking, this guy actually looks <laughs> like a star in the making. Right. There was a cut. He didn't have to make this cut. He could have he could have actually just went off to the side. He probably would have scored a touchdown. But he made a cut to try and juke out the the safety. I think it was Adams, but Adams is too good to get juked out yes. ridiculously. But no, maybe it was me. Either one. They're both really good. He made this cut, this juke that was just for one minute reminded <laughs> me of Barry Sanders. Ooh, Barry. Just it wasn't it wasn't Barry Sanders. But it was just like, oh wow! I haven't seen that in a I, while. That was nice. <laughs> I wish I'll, I'll find it and I'll show you after the podcast sure. is over because it, it was really nice. I anyway, Buffalo, <laughs> yeah, is playing against the Giants. No, so I, I'm, I'm not willing to give this game to anybody. No, because of course I don't know not. who's going to win that game. That's why I said I'm just I'm looking at it and I'm very intrigued. Josh Allen had a very good fourth quarter. He got off the hook for his turnovers. Maybe he'll calm down. I don't know if it was opening day jitters, whatever it was. But if Dak Prescott can throw to amazingly wide open receivers, yep. maybe this is the week Josh Allen looks like he is the pocket passer. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a possibility. Josh Allen definitely ran the ball quite a bit this last week. He didn't like run it up the field, but he ran around a lot. And I, I don't know what to think about this game because I think they're both <laughs> bad teams. And I just think, I, honestly, the Jets gave the Bills the game. I can't. I mean, they're playing two New York teams right away, and they're, Buffalo is in New York, so they don't really have to go anywhere. Yeah. It's it, crazy. It's, yeah, kind of a home team no matter who you're looking at. Uh, I, don't know if, I don't know if it's at Buffalo or not this next week, but. No, I don't know how they do. I think the bottom team, I think it's a Giants home game. Okay. If it is, uh, here's another one. We ha- haven't seen them yet. Again, this is being recorded before the Oakland and right. Uh, right. Broncos game. But Kansas City plays Oakland next week. Mm-hmm. And that could be a bloodbath. <sighs> yeah, it really could. Shady could be featured oh, in that no. game. Oh, man. And this is where, if you're thinking about it, if you are not thinking that Shady's going to be like this all year and he has a good game against Oakland, <laughs> this will be peak trade value for LaShawn yes. McCoy. If you have yes. him and you're looking for help somewhere else, if you need a tight end or a wide receiver, next week might be the time you get to trade LaShawn McCoy. Right. And I was telling everybody not to go nuts, but if you... If LeSean McCoy goes nuts this next week, don't go crazy. Don't go crazy. But yes. if you have him, tell yes. everybody to go crazy. I would be selling, not buying, mostly holding. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I would probably hold at this point um, and see what happens later on. Because if he's going to make a splash like that, that means it's probably going to continue until either one he gets worn out or gets hurt. Uh, and another interesting one is another division game, Dallas versus Washington. If Dallas watched the tape of the Philly Washington game, they'll know exactly what to do. Yeah. They could have an, they could have another good yep. passing day. They're not playing against the best of teams. Let's put it this way. So they're right. going to look good these first two weeks. And the last game I see that I'd like to talk about is Indianapolis versus Tennessee. It's a weird one when I look at him like, okay, it's Jacoby Brissett versus Marcus Mariota. 
But it's Marlon Mack versus Derrick Henry as man, well. Man, 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 man. And there could be a lot of fireworks in that I game. I don't want to predict this game. No. I feel like I could predict for both <laughs> of them. Yeah, The Colts, man, I think if I had to, I might actually go with the Titans. I don't like it, but I think they've showed me enough to where I can actually say I can trust in them for now. Right. Until Mariota goes nuts and does something stupid and sucks again. I saw one more game. I have to talk about this. I might do a whole <laughs> another podcast doing this yeah. later on, you know, before the Thursday game. But Baltimore is at home against Arizona. Baltimore against Oh no. Oh no. Kyler Murray versus Lamar Jackson. I think this is another Lamar Jackson just tearing him apart. I mean, it could be on his feet this time. It could be. But Man, Kyler I, Murray's probably going to throw the ball 50 times again. Uh, Murray's going to have his opportunities. If he steps up, this could be a really big shootout, and it could be awesome. It could be an incredible game to watch. Two running quarterbacks constantly boom, 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 boom. Maybe some passing there. It could be really fun to watch. And side note, I know we're an hour yeah, plus deep. David Johnson yeah, he looked lined good. lined up as a wide receiver more times in that yep. game than I think he did all last mm-hmm. year, and he had like a 27-yard touchdown mm-hmm. pass. That was 27 yards in the air. Yes. That was not a catch and run. That was him lining up as a wide receiver and going deep. Yep. That is going to be huge. If the Cardinals can put together more than one quarter of football, David Johnson could be on the rise. So if there's anybody out there (laughs) possibly selling him low, he might be worth looking at. Yeah, go for it. I mean, he was already, you know, a late first round pick this year. Right. But man, he he's getting the looks, and that that could be huge. Yep, I completely agree. And I think another guy you could buy low, and we already talking about was would be Singletary, because I don't yeah. think he's going to be demanding a ton right now. But his stock is rising, and it's rising quickly. So you might want to do it like right now. Yeah, if you want him now at any low value, it has to be now. Uh, and uh, before we go, I just want to say I'm sorry to all the Alvin Kamara owners. Latavius Murray has vultured a touchdown from him. <laughs> He's got seven catches for 72 yards. Michael Thomas right now has eight for 106, but uh, Latavius Murray swiped the touchdown from him. How? What's uh, what's the line for Murray right now? Uh, for Latavius, four for 40 and two catches for four yards. Okay, well, that's good enough. If you're starting them, you're, that's probably what you expect. And you got the touchdown. Carlos so Hyde good. right now, 9 for 65. <laughs> what? What? Duke Johnson, 6 carries, 21 yards, 4 catches, 33 yards. So I mean, nothing special out of Duke. Right. Will wow. Fuller, 2 for 69. Hopkins, 6 for 52 and uh, 2 touchdowns. Wow. Hopkins owners, very happy this Yeah, that's week. really good. I, I, I might have to reconsider my Hyde starting. That's unreal. We I was not also have him that. in the Dynasty Savages like, sit on the bench too. So I I don't know. We have to figure just put out it this something. way. For me, it's either it's either Hyde or Drake or another wide receiver. Ugh. And I got other wide receivers. Well I could start. Hyde I might as well just go with Hyde. What the heck? What the wow? Heck indeed. But we have pushed this episode on <laughs> long enough. You, I know Only you're all excited. And we didn't even have all the games to talk about. No, no, no. Yep. Uh, but that's okay. We were excited. It was an awesome first week. Uh, it was so fun. Mostly football, dominated everybody in fantasy football in <laughs> my 400 leagues. And I don't know how many I'm in. It's ridiculous. 
but yes, I'm very, very happy. Uh, we did a bunch of, uh, who do I start since it's on pool yep. sports on Sunday mornings. Yep. Again, we will be doing that yep. every Sunday morning for an hour or so. If you have questions, starts, sits, trades, any of that jazz, yes. we were going by, and of course we're going to be wrong from time to time. But we're going to be James right, Winston. Too. I know, I know. <laughs> but we were also right on all the Delaney Walkers. Oh, yes. And all the Evan Ingrams. Oh, yes. And all the Derrick Henrys. Yes. Like, we do We do have a pretty decent I'm still record. counting Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. I'm going to count that until the day <laughs> I'm done playing fantasy football, which will be the day I die. Yes. I'm going to play forever. <laughs> going to play forever. So, yes, again, thanks to PulseSports.com. Go over there. Mm-hmm. It's heating up. There's a lot of people going over it's there. Really, really. Getting the majority. It. I know a couple of people that I work with. They've been putting polls out there because yeah. you know, just even for your defenses. If you're just like, who do I stream for a defense? These are the two options yes. I've got. Yep. People are going to vote on it. Yep. It doesn't matter if it's defenses or kickers or whatever. People are going to vote on it, and they're going to give you their opinions, whether or not they're right or not will be seen because there is going to be a tracker for how well people are predicting who do I start. Yes, and that's huge. That's a big key to knowing exactly who you should start. If somebody who has been just saying, oh, I think you should start this guy, and it's been super inaccurate all the time, you might not trust that guy. Yep. So I don't know if they're gonna. There's gonna be a new system where you can like message a user or something. But I will talk to Jonathan yeah, from yeah. Pole Sports, mm-hmm. and maybe we'll have something out there where you can have our email. You Some can kind get of us our Twitter yeah. anytime. But yeah, if you're looking at Pole Sports and you see our accuracy is up there, and you do want to trust us, we can be talked to. Emails. Mm-hmm. Twitter, Facebook, it's all out there, you know, at Fantasy Fuel on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Fantasy Fuel. Yeah, we can be gotten to. <laughs> but I think for now, that is going to do it for us with week one, at least up through Sunday and part of Monday's oh, games. I am so happy about week one. Like, besides the Jets losing, everything was just so fun to watch football again. It was. At least after the first quarter was done in the Eagles game, and I could actually (laughs) not want to throw things at my TV. Yes, everything became fun. Uh, So, again, thanks for listening. If you're on uh, YouTube, click that bell, subscribe, all that good stuff. If you're mm -hmm. uh, watching us on Twitch, we appreciate the follows. Yes. All that good stuff. Give us some nice ratings on all the Apple podcasts and everywhere. Mm-hmm. We do appreciate it. We love hearing from you. And don't forget, stay fueled up this fantasy season. <laughs>